I do love Mavs. They make me laugh out loud. I mean, they are funny. Really? Yes. Buckle up, baby. The kings of controversy are on the microphone. It is time for another episode of Matt and Andrew versus Society. What's up, you guys? What's 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 up, you guys? In D. You just clipped big time, or you muted yourself. I didn't do either. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Oh, okay. Indeed. I wasn't even going that loud. Okay. Mm. Mm. Clip. Nice. Bonus. Okay, what what were we talking (laughs) about before we started the pod, and then we decided not to talk about it, but then we went and did something probably that was even better. Yeah, actually, we we did throw it back. This is why... Uh, you have to join us on twitch.tv slash bestfriends420 because we didn't record a, a golden cold open um, talking about trailer music for movies and and songs that fit certain movie scenes. We were talking about t-shirts and how your company sends you one like every three months. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I was saying I have a lot of their shirts, but... I actually wear them more than I would even like to. One, because I work from home, who cares? But also because mm-hmm. they're a good fit. I'm a, I feel like I'm pretty picky when it comes to how my my shirts fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you said something that oh. I didn't expect. You, were, you said I had a good... You I have a good, good t-shirt shirt frame. frame. Yeah, we've actually definitely talked about this on the podcast before because we were talking about like um, hoodies versus crew necks and stuff like that. But yeah, I think that t-shirts fit you what wait is it, are you wearing a pelican shirt right now i am it's a shirt fuck i yeah. bought when i fuck yeah. went to the game with you i know i know i just wasn't I actually wear this shirt a lot you know why good fit at this point all my sh- pretty much 90 percent of my wardrobe is a good fit because i've curated it mm-hmm. that way yeah i hear uh, you on that things don't make the cut if they're not yeah you don't you don't tolerate no 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 bullshit but i also have this interesting dresser drawer issue that mm-hmm. i'm experiencing right now where my my i have two i have a main drawer of my t-shirts this is good stuff you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this okay about my, my, my drawers mm-hmm. and not my undies me uh this this, this, this podcast brought to you by me undies thank you uh promo code tits yep thank me uh but yeah so i have this drawer my my main drawer for mm-hmm. shirt for t-shirts and then i have a set i have spillover because i honestly i need to go through and donate i need to do a a, a donation run mm-hmm. of of clothes that i'm not not wearing as much uh especially with the move coming up because my wardrobe <clears throat> needs to, my wardrobe's already super small and uh, like doesn't need to be big because of the lack of times i leave the house uh it's, it's gonna get even smaller when i only have to basically dress for one season yeah uh, but anyway i got i got a spillover drawer of shirts yeah and my problem is i am lazy and the, the t-shirts are tucked away but the drawer is kind of small it's hard to get to all the shirts in there unless you start pulling shit out like mm-hmm. you have to 
and I'm too lazy to do that every time I'm getting dressed in the moment. So I end up grabbing the top shirts, but the top shirts. But you just replenish the top shirts. That I yeah, the top shirts are the ones that just got folded because they were dirty, and they were dirty because I just wore them. All right, question. Making it back to the top. Question with the potential solution in tow. What um, what's your what's your row or column situation? Like, do you have two stacks of shirts, three stacks of shirts? It's two stacks. Okay, so you need to just small drawer. Yo, Indy, what's up? What up, Indy? Um, so really what you need to do is you need to alternate stacks. So you need like to get lower to the bottom of a stack before you do laundry. And then when you yeah. do laundry, you wow. start grabbing from the next column. And then when you get to the bottom of the dat, you do laundry, replenish. But you've, you're on the right column now, Dude, let's say, or the left column. insanely smart. Like, how did you come up with that? I don't know. I feel like you need to write a, a book <laughs> on, on dresser door, dresser manipulation. Dude, you want to hear something crazy? I don't even have a dresser. You have a uh, just all closet? No, no. I have uh, like Metro Shelf like they have at like the back of um, businesses and stuff. Because the only. Huh? What, what kind of what? I don't know what you're describing. Metro shelving is like those like metal mesh shelves Ugh. that like have four yeah, posts and then you warehouse? put in a warehouse. Yeah, it's like yeah. where you it's like shopping at Sam's Club in your mm-hmm. in your getting dressed for you. Yeah, it really is because um, we you have a forklift that gets the high stuff. Yes, correct. Um, our apartment has such little amount of storage. Same with our house. Same. Yeah, so like I can't fit another, Molly has a dresser, I can't fit another one in our bedroom reasonably, and um, if I had it in the closet, I wouldn't be able to open it, so yeah, I just bought some like cheap shelving on Amazon. Um, So you just grab? Smash and grab, yeah, I keep it behind glass. But it still stacks. I mean, right? Yeah, yeah, it still stacks. Stacks. But I'm looking at, but I'm looking at it like head on. I'm not looking down at it. If that makes sense. So I don't know why. I honestly, I don't know where that solution just came from. But I think you should run with it and report back. Well, I need that. Yeah, it's an amazing idea, and I need. I'm gonna actually take it a step further, and because I've been needing to go through my my wardrobe and Mm -hmm. get rid of stuff, I. I'll grab the next shirt down, and if I don't want to wear that shirt, like I'm like, ugh, this shirt, you know, because of a fit issue or because it's just it just made it out of the rotation. Mm-hmm. It's too many swear words on it. I have so many shirts with with so many swear words. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's lost a lot of its its uh, sequining or shim. What do those Ed Hardy shirts have? That, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like that foil. Collection reflector qualities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like it used to have uh like just yeah, the no. bottom of the drawer is just like gold and silver yeah. because it's yeah, all yeah, come yeah. off that sucks yeah i hate when that yeah. happens uh 
no, yeah, if I grab the shirt and it's like, ooh, not this shirt, then I need to get rid of them, you know, then it's also means it's time for that shirt to go. Mm. Okay. So I can use it in both ways. Yeah. So that's Pair, a great idea. I'm gonna incorporate that. I'm gonna incorporate that tomorrow. And I'll even go into the spillover drawer. So I'm gonna wear a different shirt every day for the next like two weeks. Two <laughs> weeks. Nice. How many weeks of shirts do I got? How many weeks of shirts do you have? I probably t-shirts. I probably have. I probably have three weeks. I think. Dude, how many weeks of shirts? I would say I probably have three, four comfortably. How many do I wear? One. No, yeah, I'm one that. maybe. Like you got to wear one shirt a day, and mm-hmm. you can't double down. Uh, um, yeah. How many weeks? You got three or four? Yeah. Well, what are we talking here? Because, like, T-shirts, I'm talking strictly T-shirts. Yeah, strictly T-shirts. That's our new business. Yeah. It's our new startup, strictly T-shirts. Do do hoodies? Did you read the sign? See the name? Strictly T-shirts. Yeah. And they all just have a big T on the front. Yeah. Strictly T-shirts. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just shirts with a big T on it. I don't understand where the confusion is. Uh, but yeah, thanks for saying I have a good, I have a good T-shirt bod. I I love T-shirts. I'm a huge T-shirt guy. I also like long sleeve T-shirts. But mm-hmm. I, oh, I was telling you this, I was pickier. I was more picky. I'm even more picky about the fit when it comes to long sleeve T-shirts. Expand uh, that, please. Unpack. Well, Let's this unpack. Is a, this that. Isn't, one in general, I do not like. I need my shirt to go, to go far enough down to like. It's not. I wouldn't say it has to be baggy, but like, okay, we could get into this. Like, you ever Let's, see guys yeah. who wear shirts that are too small, short, while like they're they're too high, like the slightest lift of their arms in yeah. the like yeah, I, I have I, that problem. I have like a. It's one of my like one of my goals in life is to never have that happen to me. Like, yeah, I, I cannot do short like shirts that are too short. Mm-hmm. Automatic no, because uh, if I even feel the I could feel it in my body when the bottom of my tee is creeping up to the top of my of my pants. Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm not even kidding. I can feel no. It I look and I avoid it. You also butt crack. I saw a oh, yeah. butt crack the other day at the bar. How do you not know? Crazy butt dude, this was crazy. And he was like he had, we were out at this brewery. I know I'm all over the place, so sorry. I don't but uh That's we kind out, of the we show. At Black Husky, actually. We went to Black Husky on Saturday. I did see a pic. And I did see a pic. We we're chilling on, at the outside area. And the dude over at the table across from us gets up and just has like an like an, he was wearing these these shorts were too low and his shirt was too short. A terrible combination. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he was wearing underwear, honestly, because yeah. I just, it was yeah. pure crack. Strictly tees and pure, <laughs> pure crack. crack. <laughs> like, but like a Pusha T album. That would be the cover art. Just a picture. <laughs> this guy's just fucking man. butt crack. This guy's white ass butt crack. <laughs> oh, um, Holy but cannoli. I, that makes me, the idea of that happening to me. Yeah. Uh, is I, I make sure it doesn't happen. 
so I feel that entirely, yeah. but I have to, I have, my body is like, I have really like, I have a long torso and short legs. <laughs> okay. So I've like, never noticed that about you. So, well, I mean, yeah, I don't know why you would. But like, so I know exactly what you're talking about with like the lifting of the arms and stuff, because I've gotten to the point where I can fit in a medium shirt again. Um, fucking gym guy moment. No big deal. But it is like, yeah, if uh, it it's it's too high on in the like waist stomach area, like it, it's. Yeah, so I'm still I'm still on the large T's. And um yeah, my body's just very weird. I have like thick legs and then like a skinny torso and upper body. Yeah, I've been wearing large T's for probably long I need I definitely am a large now, but mm-hmm. I've been wearing them longer than I needed to be because I like just a little more shirt. Yeah. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. And when it comes to short sleeve shirts, even more. Because uh, I feel like when short sleeve shirts aren't aren't low enough, uh, they feel weird. I don't know when they're mm-hmm. when they're not when they don't go down far enough. It's like I feel like I look disproportionate because it's like my arms look longer mm-hmm. than the sleeves, and then the short anyway. Uh, the other I thing with shirts is the, the the neck. The neck is really. I'm pretty picky. Like I need a a specific collar i need i need a, a, a strong collar okay not collared like you know not like a collared shirt but you know just like a strong yeah. do you know, see some of those shirts like have this like they're the style is it's like this kind of open yeah goofy collar and i'm like absolutely not uh, no, no nothing that more of a scoop neck being a v uh any no v at all i can't do that mm-hmm and it just has to have a good structure to it, but also not too high. I have one shirt in my wardrobe. It's this cool Wrigley Field shirt. I really like it. But then, that, then I wear it sometimes, but every time I do, I'm like, this neck is too high. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm choking because I have a mm-hmm. weird neck thing, you know? Mm-hmm. The movies, I can't. I don't like seeing Yeah. Things. I don't like things touching my neck. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'm not, yeah, yeah. The, so I don't mind, like, a more, like, uh, I think what you're describing is like a, a scoop, like a little more open around the neck yeah, area. Yeah, what I'm wearing now. Getting down, now. getting down to the clavicle area, right? No, you don't like oh, that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. I don't mind that if it's intentional. What I hate is when like something gets so stretched out that it's just kind of like this like lip spilling over. Bad times. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, collar, yeah, like the elasticity yeah, just gets fucked. Yeah, for sure. I hate that. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. If I really like the shirt, I can kind of overlook it. Yeah. Because I wear shirts for too many years, but uh, some of my best, most best go-to shirts are free giveaway shirts that I either I have basically just come upon by going to events and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Dude, my one of my big go-tos is a Pelicans game day giveaway, and it's a white tee, which I'm pretty anti. Like, I won't buy white tees because they don't maintain. Like, I can never get them as white as the first wear, and I feel like yeah. I'm also a big fan of, like, 
ivory or cream like off whites, but like you can tell when that's intentional versus like taking a beating. But yeah, this this one Pelicans game day giveaway in particular, great shirt, big time go to. It's large, it's baggy, it's uh, I don't know, but I love it. Um, and that my probably one of my favorite fitting shirts is a uh. Gruber Law Offices, Harley, the Harley David, like the Harley. Gruber is a, a he's a he's a lawyer, like, a, like a like an ambulance chaser yeah. lawyer company in Milwaukee, and they advertise. Every city I feel like has a guy like this. You see oh the yeah, woods, you see the the commercials during the local sporting events. So this Morris Park, one call, y'all. Yeah, this guy's sponsors the Brewers, the Packers, the Bucks, the mm. fucking everybody. Uh, and you see his billboards, and I have like three of his shirts, but <laughs> I love them. They fit well, Wait, and it's kind, you... of, kind of it kind of it is. Funny. They're all free. It's like uh, Gerilyn actually thrifted me. Okay. One of them I got from somewhere, and then the, the from an event of some sort, and the other two were like thrifted. Um, okay. But they fit good, and it, they're they kind of make me laugh. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Because he's the guy, and all, and. I think of him as the Bucks guy, like mostly because I—that's the local team that I watch most by far. So, and he goes to literally every. I've told. I think I pointed. You've out. you've he told him me to about every him. Yeah. Single game, every home game, you can see him sitting for sitting on the on the court. I love that. Love that. So journey. he's kind of like a mascot in a way to me <laughs> of the Bucks. <laughs> Like a little bit, he, I associate him with them. That's fucking funny. Even dude. though he sponsors other, all the other shit, just as, he literally sponsors everything. We went to the Milkmen, the like single A rookie ball or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, what well, you think and, those guys don't need uh, insurance either? He he sponsored. He had like a billboard on the wall in the outfield. Like, That's hilarious. Yeah, that was probably like a total afterthought, like chump change, like cost out. Oh, I don't yeah, give a shit. Every, Throw it up just, there. It's, Dude, it's ev- it's everywhere. It, it, he also just has commercials on, like if you watch, you know, channels five, seven. Like, oh yeah, we got uh, Penn and I have some good laughs about the ones that are on our our local channels. Yeah. I'm Spencer Callahan. <laughs> Spencer Callahan. Yeah. One call, y'all. That Gruber's is one call. That's all. Morris Bart's one call. That's all as well. One click. That's it. One call, y'all. He's, he's like, oh, he's really hoarding him. He's hoarding, uh, it, <laughs> he's, he's hoarding slogans. You think those, these guys talk to each other? Like how, how, I don't know, you know, the GMs in baseball talk to each other or how different. Yeah. Like they're competing like, against they, each other, but it's a brotherhood. Yeah. Right? Like, I think they're taking, like giving ideas because they're doing the same thing it's like there's like copy and paste versions mm-hmm. I don't of know. all these guys I don't it's almost know. like the, it gives credit to the whole like this is a simulation idea because like they just got lazy with this I don't, guy i don't know if it gives credit to it i think it, it takes credit away from people <laughs> just like there's there's no such thing as originality yeah. um yeah. but i get i i get your point i get your point um but yeah, I don't know if they just see that. If they're, you think they just drive? 
Like they go to other states and drive around. They're like, mm, I'm taking that. Just stay. I like just that. Just stay a few nights. Just go to Cleveland. Stay a few nights. Go to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Stay yeah. at a hotel and watch local shit all day and like look at billboards. Get like, ideas. Okay. Yeah. One call. That's all, huh? That's that's interesting. One click. That's it. That could work. Yeah. Like I wonder. Like how far do you think like these people's. Uh, I don't know if you can even trademark that, honestly, but like how far away from someone else who's using that do you think you have to be? You know what I'm saying? Uh, probably not very. I mean, because they're just so hyper local. Like Gruber is, I mean, Gruber is maybe an exception because he's all of Wisconsin because of like the, but I mean, these are pretty hyper local things mm-hmm. so i don't think you have to be that far i mean yeah. chicago we never i never would have ever heard of gruber yeah that's true but you know yeah. about peter francis geracy exactly peter francis geracy eagle man thanks eagle man uh Menard, the the empire 1-800 empire today <laughs> <laughs> Fucking same ad. Mm-hmm. You save big money. You save big money when yeah, you Menard's, shop Menards. Well, Menards these streets in Milwaukee, man. Menards yeah. Is, Menards is here. Jalen's Jer- mom. Uh, Have they dropped any more heaters? Because that jingle was, that no, lit the streets on fire. So. Menards, uh, they do this like, at, there's there's always a sale, but it, the, the, the thing is you have to mail in uh, for a rebate, so you oh, literally like buy. They give Christ. you something, and the only way you get the sale is you actually have to like mail it in. Oh my god! Your rebate, um, and and Geraldine's, Geraldine's mom is is all over that. I guess if you have the time, He's getting that fucking rebate. I just oh, I I honestly I value my time more than that, and oh, I'm I not, would never do it in a million years. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, and I think that's what it comes down to, and and you know. I don't know if they anticipate people articulating that, but like, that's really like what it comes down to for me is like, I just, there's so many other things I'd like to do with my time that I'm good. I don't need the two bucks. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It sounds terrible, Mm but people, I mean, you save big money. It's it's just part of the whole uh, transaction. It's just this, yeah, you go to Menards and mail in your rebate. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the experience of Menards. You save big money. You save big money when you shop Menards. That's that true. true. That's well well documented at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> so dumb. What a shit. Yeah, one call. That's all. One call, y'all. I, I there's... The boys are oh, out there. It's dude, we're just... Out every week. Oh yeah, I just texted you about this. We um, city with a, I can't handle another bad football city because. Okay, but we were just talking about. now. We were just talking about um how you and I laugh about all the local commercials on Saints game day. Uh, specifically Spencer Callahan. Um, but, yeah. Dude, what an awful fucking showing by the Saints, too. Like, it's just so 
frustrating to watch. They lost 18. Like, I, I did look because they lost 18 17, and then I, I heard it was a comeback. So I looked at the game, like the breakout for scoring per quarter. It was, was like, definitely oh, a choke job more than a comeback. Like, Green Bay should not feel good about that win. Oh yeah, that's another one. One of the one of the big. Uh, well, I guess not big, but a rapper down here, he uh, he has a deal with uh, Rouse's Market, which is great. His name is Choppa. His big song is Choppa Style, and that kind of a few years ago became like the unofficial Saints anthem in the locker room. And uh, now he has a commercial that's Choppa uh, Style. It's, it's brilliant stuff. Makes too much sense. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, but you were saying something about oh you were just oh about the same. oh like, like the yeah. Green Bay should not like a win's a win. That's how I feel basically about the first two Saints wins. It's like a win's a fucking win. Just get it. But like Green Bay fans should not feel like. They like, okay, this is what we are waiting for. This is the Jordan Love performance we were waiting for. The, I have no pulse um, on what Green Bay fans are thinking. Uh, I avoid it. I assume they're not. Otherwise, they wouldn't be Green Bay fans. Oh. Uh, my oh, sense of, my oh. actual sense of Green Bay fans this year is that they were, they had really low expectations. Yeah. Uh, from talking with my two friends here. I mean, getting three generational quarterbacks in a row would be. They they might just like <laughs> be the greatest like drafters of all time, if that were the case. Greatest drafters of all time. They made a movie about it with Kevin Costner. Backdraft. Draft day. Oh, draft day. <laughs> draft day two. Backdraft. <laughs> <laughs> Backdraft's about firefighters. I know. I don't know why you said it. Yeah, because because Green uh, Bay, they they're they're fire when it comes to drafting, and they're back. <laughs> oh, no, to to yeah. be winning the game at halftime, seventeen zero, and to lose eighteen to seventeen is just so yeah, fucking awkward. unenjoyable to watch. Like if they lost. I don't know, 28, like something like blow them out. But to win by to lose by one point is just like they did just enough to fucking lose this game. It's insane. Um, but yeah, get ready. Get ready for more. Uh, yeah, I am ready. Did you tell Penn? Uh, I, I told him that you're not, but that oh, you think you are. Yeah, we're not. They, yeah. I was, we were watching that Packers game and like, oh, I guess we have to stay if the Packers win. Yeah, the electricity in the city after the Packers pulled that one off. Uh, but, yeah, dude. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but I, the, I don't know. I, uh, I tried to get in the Bears this year and it, I already that, told you that. That is hilarious. That a fucking huge mistake. Dude, that's a dumpster uh, so fire. I got out. I literally. I like getting into the Bears. I think I watched like a quarter of football, and I was like, "Oh, I'm not doing this, dude." Like, I, it was that. It was that easy. But yeah. oh, okay, yeah, that was a mistake. I'm. Ooh, I'm, I'm back. Gonna, I'm better. I'm better now. That's just gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah. I um, got the Cubs fucking trying uh, to stab me in the gut. Yeah. 
Dude, at this point, they, they, I'm out. Like, I kind of got comfortable with the idea, like, of them, of the Cubs not making the playoffs. Yeah. You know? And just as I did, they sweep the team that yeah. they're playing. And they're like, I'm like, fuck, these motherfuckers. This is their whole season. If they would have just taken at least two out of three Colorado at Colorado, I don't know. It, it just, all of it, there's just all these things you can point to where it's like, if they had just fucking did the this season, right they, yeah their run differential and so many of their stats except for the biggest one that's uh was the, i don't know what still is the issue but their biggest issue for a while was they were like the worst clutch everything team clutch hitting and clutch pitching stats they were like the worst but mm-hmm. they were really good at basically every, they were uh good, decent or better at everything else and yeah. so there's so many arguments to make that they should I'm not saying they should be like a a contender of any sort but they should have been an easy a shoe-in playoff team yeah and because of all their just fuckery they are now on the fence and really going to be probably so exhausted in it's going to be so frustrating when they sneak in just to get bounced out and that's like grind to get there if they get mm -hmm. there I feel like That's yeah. That's how I feel too. And that's like not what I want to watch. Yeah, but some good things this year. No matter what, Seiya Suzuki is looking really fucking good. Yes, he which, is. Which, if he, he not as good as he is now, because that would be like MVP level numbers if he did that for a season. Why not? But I well, that would be fucking awesome. But even if he like, well, if he makes the All Star team next year, you know, like yeah, that would be, that would be awesome. That'd be huge for their future uh speaking of baseball i have to tell you i think you know about this game but you're gonna hate it so much the game that man cake and gary got me playing oh god all you had to say was man cake and gary it's called out of the park baseball and i literally would describe it as baseball (laughs) spreadsheets uh it's basically a you're like managing a team but there's no actual gameplay it's literally out of the park so you're just doing like it's basically I was tell I was joking with Gerald about it. I was like, "Yeah, it's fun. You, it's like contract negotiation and <laughs> analytics." What? Uh, but that's what I'm playing right now, and it's it's really fun. I, it's not a board game. Uh, Think I'm, about going to Baseball Reference. Where I'm it's just bored just hearing about the game. I'll tell you that much. Data. What you turn Baseball Reference into a general manager simulation game you're describing work you're just like no i'm not yes you are fun i'm playing this game where you have to strategy game i'm playing this game where you have to build schedules and do payroll that's what I'm going to start calling my job. I'm like, yeah, I had to go play. The, I was playing this game bar. today where I had to email you're a bunch out, of people. You're an out-of-the-park bartender because now you're out of the park and into the office. That's where I am with my game. Yeah. Whew. Uh, wow. It's And, yeah, so you like start with a bad team. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the White Sox for my first rebuild. So I got to, like, gut the team. Yeah. And then you have to, you can, you like simulate. So you could go through seasons fairly quickly or as fast as you would want. And it's more about like the off seasons and signings and like, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, I see the appeal. 
But just the fact that the three of you are playing it makes me hate it. We play it together. It's yeah. No, I. uh, Oh, Gary's here. Uh, We play it together while we like share our screens, and so we can see. Like someone will be like, "Oh, dude, look at this prospect," and it and it shows what their like potential is based on what the scout's saying. And we all like are like, oh, nice, yeah, you should draft. Oh <laughs> but it's so much fun. <laughs> I'm so upset by this. Description. I know. I knew you <laughs> were gonna be upset. Utter, utter nonsense. You should like look up a stream on oh. Twitch just for just ten seconds. Go look. Go find it. Out of the park baseball. Twenty four, I think, is the most recent one. Gary, it is nerdy. Listening to you and Ben explain. It sounds so nerdy. Yeah, you know why it sounds that way, Gary? Hearings. Like, like Ben and Gary are just going full nerd on me, like about arbitration hearings and the full details and like what it means and how you should approach it in the game. And I was loving it. I was soaking it up. Like, I actually did like that. I got to learn. I'm learning more about the... that side of the sport and what that shit means but it is a money ball simulator that's a thousand percent what it is it's like money ball the game because that's money ball simulator yeah you you can you can play it however you want but i would imagine most people play it by trying to take uh, take a bad team and like and like take them into the future winning it and eventually like winning a championship yeah yeah sure did you find one? No, I'm not. I'm not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Just do it. Dude, I'm... I don't know. That that part of fandom is weird to me. That seems like people with no hand-eye coordination are into that. Um, the... Oh, as opposed to other video games? No, no. I just mean, like, I I saw this said about baseball once, is, like, advanced stats make 16-year-old kids who don't know how to throw a baseball think they're part of the game. Um, okay. Oh, they make a hockey one? Actually, I, I what's it called? Out of the rink? Because that just sounds so much better. It sounds like a more fun game. That's for cool guys. Yeah. Well, the ice is cold. No, I, it it just, it's, uh, I've lost the plot. I'm just so upset by this fucking game. Um, you're saying that. Oh, oh, when people are talking about like, um, money shit and like the game is different and obviously I, I'll, um, I, people are talking about money shit. In sports? What you- yeah. It was like, oh, the contract. I don't give a shit. Give this, give whoever all the money. Pay the luxury tax. Fuck that. Fuck this person's money. Like, well, just, yeah, I just agree pay the that. money. I'm not like hoping, I don't play this hoping the Cubs ha- are, are a safe, fiscally responsible organization that turns a prop. Like, I'm not. No, I know. I mean, I want that to be the case. Like, I know. But it's just when people talk about stuff like, oh, they, they can't do that because then they'd have to yeah. pay the luxury tax. And it's like, so? Who cares? You're talking about the... I'm talking about real life. Hmm? Yeah, but you're, yeah, you're talking about real life. You're, you're talking about the owners of the teams. The GMs are guys that are hired that are supposed to... That their goal 
is mm-hmm. to make the team a chip. But they have to, they're restricted by what their owner is going to give them. You're right. You're the GM in the game. I'm not talking about the game anymore. Well, I know, but <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. You weren't talking about the game, but I thought you were using this as fuel to why you don't like the, you're, you wouldn't think that game is fun. No, no. That's what I'm, I'm like. I just don't really understand why people. Wait, it's not it's not called out of the rink. That's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's look it up. The uh, what am I saying? I don't know. I guess the like the behind the scenes stuff in like the the money of it and things like that. And I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about the people who really like dig Come into that life. thing. Oh, I guess are, yeah. I as a fan dig into that kind of thing. I guess I just don't understand kind of like the rebate things. Like there's nothing else you have going on. Um and then also like who cares about these billionaires and their money? Like Spend, spend, spend. If they don't spend, I'm going to trash them. Come well, on. I agree. I agree that yeah. owners should be spending. Like, it doesn't make sense. That the, the excuse, I feel like, of, oh, well, we don't make enough money. Like, I love the Mets owner. You're a billionaire who bought a baseball team. So, like, you should want to them to be good. And then they'll be worth more money. Uh, but... At the same time, I think getting into that stuff is still like it. I I think that's it's like a strategy game. I just mm-hmm. see it as that. Like, it's yeah, like, can I do you know? It, can I do better? Can I? Yeah. What would I do? Because that, as a fan, you do think about that, right? As far as the teams you like, like who would I have gotten if franchise hockey team? manager nine? So like, it's kind of fun. Like, what would I do with this player who? isn't like the reality situation is in a team. If a guy is a a big contract, who's not playing well anymore, you know, like what would you, what do you do? Oh, they have, uh, they have NHL licensing. Penn says, did you sell your players? Yeah. Yeah. They will. That's how it's the out of the park. Baseball is like real. It's you start the season with like the actual stats, the actual, and they have all the players like the and it's it dude it's pretty crazy honestly like they have all the guys like mapped out and what's nuts is their sim of the 2023 season mm-hmm. is a lot of the stats that guys hit at the end of the, that guys are hitting in the game are pretty fucking close to what they did in real life that's and wild. sometimes even like the big ones like some guys like uh i don't think this one happened but there was i wish i could remember the exact oh it was kyle schwarber kyle mm-hmm. schwarber is having one of the most like bizarre unheard of years in baseball where he's batting his batting average is like 190 but he has like 40 something home runs he has more home runs than singles like basically all and he walks a lot so like all he literally does is hit home runs or walks or yeah. strikes out that's hilarious and in the game he had a 190 so he had like a 180 batting average and hit 43 home runs <laughs> his sim freaked me out it was crazy that's like wild. They, they have all these which is, but that's why baseball stats are kind of cool because it's like you can you can kind of predict 
the future with them. Yeah. Now I I'm not saying I can because I'm not into them at that level, uh, like some people are, but mm-hmm. uh, I I do enjoy them, enjoy hearing them. Sure. Enjoy I enjoy the stats. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, I I but get I also what you're agree saying. With you as far as being a fan, yeah, like fuck the owner, like they should. Yeah. Like, not don't give me the excuse of like you know this money and blah blah blah. Yeah, but that's why um, they had to do all this like fucking luxury tax shit in the sports because some owners just don't do it, and then it makes for a shitty product. Yeah, that's that's very true. Um, but the uh, I don't know. I think the thing about that game that gets me is the just complete lack of like playing the sport. Fair. That's like fair. if you and could do I, both. It, it, I've thought about getting this game for months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept coming back to like, nah, I don't think I like, so that's, I think that's fair because mm-hmm. that was my hang up and like, I'm enjoying it right now, but that doesn't mean everyone. That's obviously my first, my first thought is I don't care what's next out of your mouth. I'm going to make fun of the three of you for hanging out and doing I this. Know. And then my I second know. thought is like, well, how do you like, I don't know. Seeing it in action or, or playing through it. Uh, I don't know. It, yeah, it's weird. I honestly, even the first playthrough, I was like, yeah, this is like cool. Uh, but then the last couple times I played it, like there's been multiple times where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to play it for like 30 minutes. Just like, you know, set set some lineups, yeah. save some months. Uh, and I sat there for... I ended up, you know, taking 30 minutes just looking through, like, 10 players in the draft and looking through their, like, scouting report. Yeah. And just lost time, which I know you know all about. Yeah. Like, in that, it was Big just like, time. holy shit. The other night, like, yesterday, like, I came downstairs at, like, 5. I was like, I'm going to play for a little bit and eat dinner. It was, like, 6, 7. And then I'm like, oh, shit. It's, I, how have I been doing this for two hours? I feel like nothing's happened. But that can be any game. But the hockey manager one, you could give it a go. Uh, if it goes on sale, not for $20. That's fair. But I put it on my wish list or, or whatever it is called on Steam. Want list or something. Um, yeah. But MLB The Show is coming to an end, so found something else. <laughs> oh, um... I feel like I made a couple notes. Oh, one thing that's driving me nuts about my job. I know we kind of skirted around this last time, but it's just it's kind of funny is like the amount of um, times that like people that are above me are like telling me they're like, don't get burnt out. Go home. Don't get burnt out. Don't get burnt out. It's like. What do you want? Because because you can't have both. Like they're not off. They're they're saying don't get burnt out as if it's a magic wand. And it's mm-hmm. like don't get burnt out. Okay, are you gonna do Tell this yourself. stuff? Hmm? But also, when are you coming back? Yeah. Don't get burnt Take out. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's such a funny because it's like you're just throwing that out there and you've got nothing like. Are you going to take something off my plate? Like, hey, like I if if you were if they were like, hey, listen, I'm going to run 
food until you can get in at three. Because like on Saturday, we had a big event and I came in at one. So I worked a 10 hour day, but don't get burnt out. It's like, <laughs> if you're like, hey, like, I don't want you to get burnt out. So I'm going to run food until you get in at three. That's actually helpful. Just the like, don't get burnt out is like, I have to say this. I have to say this. I have to say this. That's all I hear. <laughs> Shut right. up. Yeah, this is what. Like I, you're presenting no solutions. I need to sound like I care. Yeah. I need. And I do. It probably does care, but they No, care. they do. I know that they do. But the reality is, and I don't even know if they're thinking. It's just like, it's just like a knee jerk thing where they're not even like, you keep saying this, but. Like, just stop. Help me or, or get out of my way. I'm a strong, independent woman. Bo, 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 do, bo. You would only get that if you're uh, on twitch.tv slash bestfriends420 earlier. For some reason, I've been here the whole time. Yeah, or or you're very familiar with "I Feel Free" by Cream, and you also understand so our knack for like, made-up oh, movies. Oh yeah, that's a really <laughs> shitty version of that. Um, I actually like that game though, taking a song mm, and and building <laughs> building a trailer around the song. Not even a trailer, but similar to like what we did with the. Fade into fade into you. Song. Yeah, it kind of just describe just like what's what the vibe of, of this movie. scene. Yeah, what part of the movie was just played. Yeah, um, I like that. I like that a lot actually. And I feel like I've been thinking that's how my brain has worked for years. Like there are certain songs, and maybe it kind of comes down to like building playlists and stuff as well too. Is like, but the idea of like certain things like oh. Oh, like this sets a certain tone as an opening credit or like this is a closing song or like this is the end of something, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like I think about songs in that those terms a lot. Oh, man. I uh, So Matthew Kachuk of the Florida Panthers, mm-hmm. uh, he used to play for... I'm just going to tell you all this stuff so that if you do move here, it, it makes your transition into watching hockey with me uh, I am easier. Moving. Like I said, if you move here. No, I'm going to move there unless we decide we don't want to anymore. Yeah, I know. And that's that's fine. But I'm just saying I'm ready for At that. At this point, it would be embarrassing. if you did, been fucking <laughs> You've told too many people. I mean, hey, I'm just saying that's. Like it's we're commit. It's been it's been it's been decided. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unless we don't. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is, um, okay, you could the transition to watching hockey. Yeah. So sure. Matthew Kajak was kind of uh, talking about how um, kind of dogging like. Canadian like media and like fan um, like hot takes and stuff on like Twitter and and um, the the blogosphere I don't know of because okay. he, he used to, he used to play in Calgary I don't know some something that was come 
come up. Some sort the of podcast? like something. Yeah, yeah, something. Does the NHL in, have was their released. version of JJ Redick and and like Draymond Green, all these <laughs> podcast players? Like, do they have those guys? No, <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Maybe so they do in like in like, Russia or like in uh, the fucking salad Sweden. Oh God! Talking about salad, they have a whole segment. Oh, there is like the big one is like spitting chiclets, but that's they're they're annoying. Are they hockey players? Current yeah. Or okay. Yeah. X. Biz. He broke the he broke the uh, Babcock news. You know what I'm okay, talking about. So Kachuk. Anyways, talking Matthew Chuck. He used to play in Calgary, um, and it was it's. Past season was his first season as a Florida Panther. Um, and he was basically, he was talking about how, like, just... How good is he? I've heard of him. Is he a superstar or is he, like, an uh, all-star? I think he's an all-star. Um, I mean, he's he's a serious contributor. Uh, Calgary losing him and uh, Johnny first Hockey, pretty bad. Um, but, so... They, uh, he's, he's having this, uh, conversation or whatever. He's talking about how toxic the media and fan bases are in Canada. Um, and the funny thing about it is basically all those people get riled up after hearing it and just prove him a hundred percent right. Like they're going, they're yeah. like, oh, he, he's a fucking pansy. He can't handle it. Like, oh, the, the lights are too bright for him. Like he could never play in Toronto. And they're saying all this stuff. They're saying all this stuff when this guy made it to the Stanley Cup finals, his, he, his first year on a different team. And he's not, it's not like he flat out carried them, but he was a huge contributor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember hearing his name a lot in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, yeah he oh. broke his sternum and tried to play. Or he did play, I think, um, game four, but he couldn't play game five. Um, but, like, yeah, they're calling this guy, like, a pansy or whatever. And also, what is that? Why is that a, a thing in the hockey world? Like, oh, there's pansy. Well, they do put an E or a Y at the end of everything. Oh, yeah. So maybe they mean... Pan. Or an ER. A Panzer is like a tank or Pain. something, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. ER, too. Yeah. Caner. Caner. Taser. Sharpie. <laughs> Soupy. Even Campbell. They couldn't, just, they couldn't just leave it at, like, soup, which... Dude, Why would you? How popular the Blackhawks were for that stretch of time, dude. They were. I mean, they were one of the best were like, teams in the league. Now they're such bar an none. Now what? They're such an afterthought. Uh, I don't know. They just got Connor Bedard. I know that. Yeah, but I don't know. It just made me think of those times and like how. Oh, it's amazing how quickly for... they captured all of Chicago and how quickly everyone moved on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicago is desperate for some some sort of playoff success. Yeah. So when they get it, they're gonna fucking love you. And, yeah. And 
I mean, they had it with the Hawks for so long. Yeah. And it is like, it is a good sports city, in my opinion. Like, people know yeah, to a degree what they're talking about and are following the, like, people follow actively. Um, so, like, they, they got behind it whole hog. But who would you say is the most popular team? The Bears, right? The, mo- the team in that Chicago? would have the mo- most percentage of, of Chicagoland area people. Which team has the highest percentage of folks that would consider themselves like a big fan? I don't know. I feel like I would think it's the Bears, just by because it's the NFL. But maybe not because they're that bad. It might be the Bears have like Bears are Cubs, right? But, I would think Bulls. But people like to say they're fans, and they are. It's not that they're not. You can be whatever fan. Yeah, they're not fought. like a lot of Cubs fans are just like, oh, they're doing good, good. That makes me happy. Yeah. Like, no, I would say, I mean, just look at, like, the Bulls attendance around the NBA versus, yeah, like, the Bulls are still super popular. Like, that's all Jordan. If we was going by attendance, so I think I think the Cubs would take it because yeah. people are getting out of many games they fucking have. Right, yeah, that's true. It's a hard metric to, it's a hard thing to measure. Because that would just basically eliminate the Bears just solely on the fact that they only play 17 games. And, on, and half they of those are at home. But no, I, I, think the, I think the thing that would make the Cubs or White Sox, because there's plenty of diehards of both, I think the thing that, that hurts them is having another across-town team. So... Um, that's true. That's yeah. true. It splits. It splits the population. So yeah. yeah. Then it probably would be. It's the, probably it's probably Bears or Bulls. I think it's Bears. I think it's football. I think it's Bears purely just because I think football is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Penn Cubs have a really Cubs definitely have a big fan base. There's, yeah, they have a huge oh, all over America with, too because of their WGN deal. I was just talking about this with someone today. The White Sox are for sure the like, the same way. They're just the little brother, you know. They have that kind of like that that chip on their shoulder about it oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, like um, the, we hate the Cubs, and Cubs fans are like, we don't think about you very much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, between moving out and them not really playing each other a ton anymore, I'm like, eh, I hope the White Sox do well. Like, I hate when they do bad. Or um, I do. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, yeah, I would like to see them do well i don't know if i need to see them i don't need to see them win no no but you like to see like i don't know i i feel like especially because i'm out of town at this point and it's just like yeah you'd like to see rep the home team a little bit but uh that being said the chicago fire probably have the most fans fire yeah they're mls chicago dogs oh yeah the milkmen yeah. of Chicago. The milkmen of Chicago. <laughs> Every team in that league is called the milkmen. <laughs> the whole league <laughs> of milkmen. <laughs> They're no Biloxi shuckers, that's for sure. The Kenosha milkmen. The Rockford milkmen. <laughs> America's Dairyland. The Oconomowoc milkmen. Wow, what did I do this week? Oh, I like man, I don't know. I don't know either. I went uh, golfing Sunday. Yeah, I went golfing. That was cool. Yeah, 
Nice. How'd you, how'd you shoot? I played well. This course, I always play good. I have this course that it's mm-hmm. my favorite course to play, and it's because I always play well there. I don't know why. I was saying it. Even uh, I shot an 81, but I there was a path. There was actually an easy path for me to shoot under 80, which I've only done two, three times ever. Uh, I think three times. Uh, I could have done it again, but I was how many over? It doesn't matter. I was on pace to do it, and then I triple that. I was on the 16th hole. I triple bogeyed the 16th hole, mm-hmm. and then I bogeyed the the next two. And honestly, if I parred the next two, I would have still gotten a 79. So I really should have been. I could have been flirting with my best score ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, still played really well. I always play well at this course. I don't nice. know what it is. But it's your time. Spot. Three, three birdies, including like I had an eagle putt. Ooh, um, I wasn't far. I had like a maybe a fifteen foot eagle putt that I didn't make, but that might be the closest eagle putt I've ever had in my life. Eagles when you're on a par. I don't know. If, I'm not I trying do to know. offend you. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, and an albatross um, is three on under. a par three after two shot. Or sorry, on a par five after two shots. Mm-hmm. Um, only have one e. I've been in that situation, but never with as close of a putt as I had in this one. And uh, my only eagle ever was a chip in. So, thanks, anyway. Eagle Man. Good time, great weather. When does it get cold in Milwaukee? Uh, it this time of year, Penn starts to just get really unpredictable. Uh, it could go. It it could be fifty degrees one day, and it could be eighty the next uh it just gets kind of volatile i would say november is when we will start to get consistent i i, I know your definition of cold is not going to be my definition of cold uh when in my opinion it gets consistently cold towards november and i'm saying cold is like you're not going to get above 50 probably mm-hmm. that would be considered warm and then you're going to get as low as you know in the 30s but October can have, like this, uh, yesterday it was beautiful. It was like 70, 73 degrees, like perfect. Uh, sun's out, you can be outside golfing and you're not going to break a sweat, but you're not going to need to put on a long sleeve. Like, it was pretty ideal. Okay. It's uh, exciting. I don't know. That's about it. Oh, we actually, oh, this was a fucking story I wanted to tell. Okay. So we went to comedy show. We, Friday night, we oh, kind of no. spontaneously... No, it's a good good comedy show story. Okay. Uh, we spontaneously went to this Friday night show in the back of a, of a bar that we like uh, called Sugar Maple. Mm-hmm. And we get there, and it was a little nerve-wracking because we, we didn't really know what we were in for. We bought the tickets on Eventbrite. Uh, we... Uh, there was. It ended up being a really small, intimate space. It's like in the back of this bar. We didn't even know this room was there, but probably only like twenty people, maybe thirty, uh, smaller than we thought. And so I was like a little nervous. Like, oh, is this going to be uh, bad? You know, like it's not <laughs> going to be good. It ended up being really good. The first there was four comedians. The first, the the first three were awesome each one well i like this first person better than the second but basically like kept getting better kind of like the third one was really good mm-hmm. the fourth is late 
she was fucking hilarious. Like, she just crushed. It was so funny. She did, It was such a good show, having a good time. The whole time throughout the show, there's this, these two guys, honestly, oh, that kind of... no. Two guys in front. It's not as bad as what you might think. Um, okay. But they, oh, they nice. Because they were... The one guy, it was just like uh, this larger dude with sunglasses on, which mm-hmm. was weird. Uh, kind of like really dressed really nice. Like you could tell, put together. Didn't speak, like wearing sunglasses. That guy was actually fine, barely ever, never talked. The other guy, this dude who, it was just kind of bro and like you could tell he was a little drunk, laughing too hard at things and just kind of like just... <laughs> Yeah. Finishing sentences at some points, like oh, under his breath, here, no. just but getting progressively worse throughout the night because he was getting more drunk. Sure, and he was just like kind of a big dude, and it wasn't all. It wasn't really like it. It wasn't so much taking away from the show because the comedians handled it really well, and he was also for his annoying as he was i'll give it to him like he was getting made fun of a lot by the comedians and handled that well mm-hmm. um but just like you're not part of the show like stop you're drunk yeah you don't know yeah the show's scenario. not about you bud yeah. so he was getting progressively worse and the this third guy who was at this point definitely the most polished it went in order of like polish yes yeah. right um, yeah so this performer. guy is obviously pretty good he was and at, like was asking the guy questions and kind of like making fun of him and like at one point telling like in a kind of a joking way but like shut up you know like was trying to get him to stop and he asked the guy and the guy like what do you all right he kind of gives in and i guess and maybe it's a strategy but asked the guy what uh what 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 do you do for a living man like what what's going on and he tells this long story he's like well uh me and my friend were professional mma fighters and we're here uh we were here for a fight and i know the person hosting tonight and she invited me here and he looks at the and they looked like it looked like it was believable because he had these big like cauliflower ears yeah both sides oh like, wow really fighting experience um and he asked the host he's like this is he for real and she's like yeah that's very surprising <laughs> which was really fun the, just the reveal of that was so funny yeah uh and and uh it's like, oh, it's the like MC the of the show's thing. guest is ruining my set. Cool. Yeah. But the, host, kind of the fact that he was a professional MMA fighter and yeah. uh, the host was, or the guy who was on stage, that was funny. Cause he was yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> um, what? And then the last comedian, this lady, it was, she was the absolute perfect comedian to uh, diffuse this guy. Yeah. Because she was a like a really small in stature uh like middle-aged woman who a lot of her comedy was like a lot of the stuff was her talking about parenting she she was a mom mm-hmm. and she was so good Hardest so like this guy brother. obviously this guy like there's no she had the perfect just energy for him because she was also kind of like no nonsense yeah and like literally at one point was like like she got him, him to just like made him leave and <laughs> And it wasn't in, like, a horrible way. Like, she was just, like... And he was, like, apologetic because he, like, knew how drunk... Like, she kind of was just, like... Dude, you drunk, like, go home. Really, yeah, like, really, like, not, like, enough. And and he listened and he left. And it was, like, she... I just feel like for, like, a, a big male... Like, a male comic, that same thing probably wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, like, he'd want to fight her or... Or fight him, rather, if it were like a guy he, or... 
or what? Yeah, I don't know. He wasn't. I, I don't want to paint this picture like he was. Like it wasn't as bad as what I'm describing. And it probably was worse for the comedians because he was yeah. so close to them. Um, but anyway, it's weird. Show, aside from that, the show was really. It was one of those nights where we were just really happy. We decided to go because his show was really good, and the last comedian uh, was was really fucking funny. Nice. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. <laughs> so that was that was definitely a, a highlight of highlight of the weekend. Uh, hell yeah! I uh, trying to think. I don't really think anything went on. Went out. Went out and skated some more. I know. I told you that. Roller um, skated. I was confused. Yes. Yeah. Did you it, fall down a hill on your yeah. roller skates? Yeah. Were you on roller skates? Yeah. Why are you rolling down a grass hill? Because the ball that I was using went into the grass. <laughs> oh, God. And you fell? Yeah. There. How bad? Not bad. Okay. I just, like, landed flat on my back, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> This, I mean, the first, Over. the first like thought in my head is like, this could, this is something that could end badly. <laughs> um, but I was fine. And then I told you, yeah, the other time that I like, um, I mean, I did fall, but like the other time it just, it happens like embarrassingly slowly where it's like, I would have like, just rather <laughs> hit the deck. How? How? I just like one like I was like turning trying to like turn quick to like do a U-turn and like my my wheel like it, my skate kind of just came out from under me and then I'm still kind of like balancing on the skate that I'm pivoting on the leg that I'm pivoting on and okay. it's just like kind of like in a slow circle just getting lower and lower and lower until I was on the ground. <laughs> Can you skate backwards still? Penn wants to know. You yeah. need to teach me your way. Penn, you looking to skate? Yeah. No, Penn and I are going to lace own? them up. Yeah. We're going to form our own three-on-three on three, three on three team. Well, he and I will. Yeah, if I decide to move there. Then me and I decide to join your team and not a different team. You start a rival team. <laughs> but it's people. it's people you know. and then this kid moves to rural ohio from california and he's such a good skater johnny tsunami but i'm no oh he moved from airborne oh oh yeah the best movie about Uh, rollerblading in cleveland ohio in cincinnati in cincinnati ohio yeah dang yeah and then i get i get really uh jealous and have to fate you have to challenge him to a, a death race down a hill that movie makes no where it goes does not make no sense it was a hockey movie and then it transitioned into like a extreme mm-hmm. high risk rollerblade racing movie like just out of nowhere no i th- i think it's good i think that's exactly what we needed it at was, that time, it was. How, my question is, how did they know? How did they know it would be so? Oh, okay. Very yeah. good question. Very good question. 
Yeah, I don't know. But they knew. They made it happen for us. It's not Brink. It's Airborne. Brink is best great, movie, though. Best movie ever made about rollerblading in Cincinnati. Brink I don't know if was... I've ever seen Brink. Can I confess something to you? I don't know if I saw Brink. Oh, man. Brink was great. Eric Von Detten. He was this... I spent a... They were soul skaters. Well, you have a huge blind spot for what I think are Disney but Channel original movies. I'm pretty sure Brink a, is a Disney Channel original movie. I think you're right. But can I tell you that I spent a good chunk of my childhood make like get lying and pretending that I had seen Brink. Okay. Because it was it's about hockey, right? It's about rollerblading. It's about rollerblading. Okay, yeah, so inline skate crew. And I feel like I just didn't couldn't admit that I hadn't seen it. Yeah. So their big thing was they were um, they were really good, right? But they were they did it for the love. They 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 were soul skaters. What was the competition? Just skating in general? Yeah. And they were they were competing against sponsored skaters. Like they looked down on them because I don't understand. I don't understand already. What type of skating were they? This is like the inline skating, dude. The night like inline skates had the nineties in the chokehold. Yeah, just bombing hills. Just just going down hills with their cones involved. Yeah, probably. How was it? Was it a race? Yeah, probably. And you have to... How was one team deemed to be better than the other? There was definitely probably a ramp, and they did that, you know, where they, like, lift and tuck their legs and and grab them, and then they... Your hand touches your wheels, and that's... Yeah. Like, that's all you can really do. For some reason, I thought you were going to say your hand touches your wiener. Your hand touches your wiener, and you slowly start to masturbate because it's really (laughs) so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what watching Brink is like. Ramp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I definitely have never seen this movie. Dude, okay. Well, we'll have Airborne to track it down. Like it was copying. One of them was copying the other, it we'll seems have, like. Cause. All right, I got to look up Airborne. But the end of Airborne, so do you, are you familiar with the, the story of Airborne? Oh, Airborne's way earlier. 93. Finish telling me the story of Brink. I don't. Yeah, Airborne. Airborne has a young uh, Seth Green. Yeah. Um. I don't know. They like. So the big, the big. Um, it's like rollerblading down a hill. No hockey. Else. <laughs> hey, that, no that, hockey. This is Brink. These are Brink rules. No yeah, they're hockey. taking it to the Brink. So they were living life, you know, at the edge on the Brink, it taking it to the no extreme. Hockey. The big, really, I don't remember what the fuck it was about. I just remember the big conflict was the soul skaters skated purely for the love of, of rollerblading. And the, they looked down on the sponsored team because they were just, okay. they were just in it for the money. They sold and out. Then, yeah, they sold out. And then naturally, it came down to a 1v1 rollerblade sash uh of doing what i don't tables rollerblading i don't know how to hear any more about the rollerblading that's what they were doing <laughs> their job is so confusing <laughs> they didn't swear she just said shoot <laughs> yeah no the 
the movie that I honest to God think that is it. It is like, what should we have make a movie about? Rollerblading. All right, done. Yeah. That's got Hendrix all over it. Yeah. Yeah. This jerseys low key like weren't that bad though, right? Like they had Hendrix all over them. The the that'd be uh, kind of a good like Halloween costume to have that fucking jersey. Oh yeah. Like uh, like just the Ducks Ducks jersey. Yeah, there are Ducks like. Dude, Dude, some Hendrix hockey gear. I don't would be understand. You're sick. on Team USA. This is not your local Pee Wee hockey team. Why, why didn't they get that? <laughs> That's... They had to have their jerseys. Half the team wasn't Ducks, which is also insane. No, they were Ducks. They fly the together. The worst team in the district last year now exclusively makes up Team USA. Almost exclusively. They added yeah, speed. Like Half of Team USA, which can pull from the whole fucking country. They added speed, stick handling, grace, uh, hot glove, and um, another another Bash brother. But by that metric, why wouldn't if the Ducks are so Was, good? Were those the only five people they added? Okay, let's uh, break this down. Luis Mendoza. Yep. Um, hmm? uh, the the cowboy. Dwayne Robertson. The goalie. Yeah, Julie the cat Gaffney. Julie the cat. Kenny Wu. Woo woo, Kenny Woo. And Dean Portman. Uh, Keenan. Keenan. Oh, yeah, but I mean, but yes, you are correct. But they picked him they picked Dean him up Portman. at a school. Yeah, they picked him up like mid mid tournament. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that movie's the fucking best, dude. I fucking talk. Dude, I but love that movie. If the ducks, so if the ducks are that good, if the team yeah. is so good that the, and that half the team makes up Team USA, then that means that the dish that the the league they played in against the Hawks was so fucking good. Oh, absolutely! It was, half of the team would have been the Hawks. Like it was that, absolutely stacked. Because if the if that's how good the Ducks are, they're all on Team USA. The guys that the, almost beat them. No, no, no. You're thinking about this all wrong. You're thinking about this all wrong because this is the the Herb Brooks effect in action. It's not about who are the best players. It's about who are the best pieces to create a cohesive unit that will win hockey games for pride. But also the players who... The, they were just the team, and then the play, other mm-hmm. players had to be basically like tryouts, and like, like, in they had to they had to get lucky. But the other team, they all just were on it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, the USA big thing we're playing around his neighborhood, yelling the quack attack is back, and like just by gathering friends, they created Team USA. Well, you know why they did that is because the quack attack was break. back. No, because rollerblading was hot. They needed the scene where they were rollerblading through the streets. Rollerblading through the Mall of America. Oh, yeah. The best was when they when they pick up uh, Aberman and he's like working his job. And then it cuts. It cuts to him. Roll like so what he rollerbladed to work. Full pad rollerblade sesh down through Mall of America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He worked at the movie theater. Do you remember where everyone was? Connie and Gee were Connie and Gee were they were this close. Yeah, which fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember. Um, 
uh who else uh the goldberg, goldberg was at a deli in the deli he's work isn't he working in the deli he's got yeah. like the paper hat on yep um, and adam banks is practicing oh my god yes he's practicing is like between the legs yeah and his mile-long driveway fucking cake eater yeah Oh, my God. I fucking love that movie. As a kid, I just thought it was the coolest thing. And now, as an adult, it is just one of the, like, funniest, like, fleecings of children. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, there's absolutely... I love it. It's yeah, so bad. There's absolutely nothing that resembles how any of this would go in the real world. And no, I think that's what makes it made, fun. The first movie is, is just so wildly different. It's so yeah, cool. it's like an actual movie, like an actual just like. Theater. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit, we made we made money like we got to make another one of these. Yo, what, what up, up trolled? trolled? <laughs> uh, but then and then the third one following the same logic of like they are Team USA. Oh, yeah, that that one's hilarious. High school together and they're not good enough for varsity. JV. They can't they get their ass kicked by the varsity team. This was the like 15 and under Olympic champions. They are going to whoop an, uh, even a good varsity level hockey teams. Pro- I would bet. Or I don't know. Them. Seton Hall's program is just historically very good. Seton Hall was good, but yeah. Stacked. You know. Absolutely That's stacked. True. I don't know. Maybe they could have. Maybe, Maybe it does make. Maybe it all does make sense. Except they were freshmen in high school and dude, they all looked so old. It's hilarious, dude. That movie, like they, yeah. If you go back and watch that, how you're like as an adult, you're like, oh my god, like they're these are not fourteen year olds. Yeah, dude. The third one, I have not not seen that one much. That's uh, I've actually seen like you, that was one where where Emilio Estevez was like, come on. Like he was. Yeah, he's like, I don't really want to do this again. (laughs) My game changers, though. I got a pee. Take a thick piss. The the new series. I actually watched some of that. I watched all of it. It wasn't bad. I I, I forgot. No, it was cute. Fell off. But yeah, it was cute when we watched it. I was enjoying it. Yeah. All right. All right. You've been listening to Matt and Andrew versus Society. You can interact with us on twitch.tv slash bestfriends420. Uh, join us here usually on Monday nights around 8 o'clock central. Um, but if you follow us, turn your alerts on, you don't have to miss a show. Uh, if you use Apple Podcast app, please subscribe, rate, and comment. If not, check out Overcast. It's a very good podcatcher app. And... Uh, don't use Stitcher Radio. I'm honestly not sure if it even exists anymore, but just don't even bother finding out. We'll be back next week. Bye. Wow, really amazing podcast. Indeed.